sleep data and the pandemic. I'm Tanya Hall and joining me is Philippe Kahn, mathematician, inventor, sailor, musician, technology industry pioneer, and CEO of sleeptracker.com. Welcome back, Philippe. Well, thank you for having us. I'm really happy to be able to share some of our findings and looking at you know what's happening to everyone's sleep during uh, this pandemic. Well, then let's first off to explain to us, if you will, um, what is Sleep Tracker and the science of sleep? So basically, we, we're, we're fortunate enough to have tens of thousands of users of a um, high fidelity sensing system uh, embedded in their beds. Um, we get tens of thousands of sleepers every night and we can analyze um, their sleep uh, in the cloud using AI tools um, at, a, at a fidelity that's equivalent to a medical sleep lab, which nobody else could do. You know, wearables give you kind of an idea of where your sleep is and uh, sleep is, but it's not accurate, doesn't measure sleep stages, doesn't understand really fully what you do like you would if you would get a sleep study in a sleep lab. Our solution is within that accuracy. And so that allows us to have a scientific medical grade idea of what happens, especially given the fact that we're in the cloud. We have several years of of history of sleep. We can compare year to year. We can compare um, uh, people in different states and different places, et cetera. And we can actually uh, use AI tools and machine learning, both uh, supervised learning and unsupervised learning to actually uh, find correlations in the data and try to understand you know, how, for example, in the case of the pandemic, uh, there is an impact uh, on, 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 on sleep and whether sleep has an impact on, 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 on what's happening in the pandemic. How did an article in National Geographic spark a study regarding sleep patterns? Well, the, the, the people on National Geographic uh, looked at a little bit at, at what was going on. And, and, and what we did is we looked at what they were talking about and they were talking about, you know, individual sleep studies. And we looked at, on a, you, know, on, you know, about 100 million nights of sleep and could confirm you know, their inference. And that was really great because, you know, it shows the power of, of, of data science, of, of AI, as well as the power of having a very large live data set every day that's worthy of clinical trials, for example, but that allows to verify hypothesis because, you know, the, the, the National Geographic uh, study that was cited uh, was, you know, a, a very small study. And we expanded that to, you know, millions of nights of sleep and trying to understand it says, yes, that makes sense and we can verify that. Let's, let's talk about your study. What did your study find and what conclusions can you draw? Well, we find a lot of things. If you look at all our infographics, we find many things and, and things. So I don't know where you want to start. Um, you know, um, if you look at the earliest COVID study we did, we looked at the impact of the flu um, a few years in, in the last few years on people's sleep and whether through people's sleep we could predict whether someone had the flu and the answer was yes and that's the first infographic that's there and then we said well what happens in the pandemic and we speculated that 
the what we saw the patterns we saw in steep aging and others that we saw in the flu we probably could do something about understanding what happened in covid and so we we actually verified that we have you know several you know of people who who were part of our system who who, who tested positive and then who, who actually had symptoms some of them now have symptoms and we found that they're very similar similar um, patterns, but it, it's a little different. It's much more acute and much more brutal in many ways. It's a very brutal, you know, this, 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 uh, this uh, virus is extremely brutal. And for some, and for some, it just looks like nothing happened. But for some, it's extremely brutal. And it's, it's been fairly unpredictable to see what. So that's how we started. Then we looked over time, you know, we, we, we release one of these studies pretty much every two to three weeks or something like that. So we looked at a lot of different patterns and we look at what happened. First, what was the effect of shelter in place? You know, how did shelter in place affect people's sleep? And we found a lot of very interesting data. One of them is, yes, people will sleep longer times and people with wearables found that, you know, people are sleeping more. but. What was very interesting because we do sleep staging analysis and we understand snore and apnea, et cetera, we found that what was interesting is that um, although people slept more, they snored less. And so we wondered, wow, you know, that's really interesting because does that mean that they're, they're sleeping better? And actually it's in some ways uh, a testimony that they're sleeping longer, but not better because um, they have much more REM sleep, which is important, but it's, you know, the dream part, this, you know, tied a little bit to stress, et cetera. But they had significantly less deep sleep, which is where you rebuild your immune system, your body, et cetera. And a lot of the snoring happens uh, for people who snore, happens with deep sleep. So, so we found that although you know, in the pandemic, people were sleeping longer, they were sleeping what, what we call shallower. In other words, the quality of the sleep was not as good. And it's tied to stress, it's tied to concern. It's, it's not just the stress, you know, there's a pandemic, which is really important stress, but, you know, people have kids, kids are not going to school, they have to deal with their kids. People are concerned for their jobs, people are concerned for the economy, people, you know, it, 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 it's been very, very, you know, impactful on people's psyche. And, and we find that when we look at sleep, because sleep is something that we do a third of our lives and that's very passive. You know, if you ask people, you know, how did you live today? How was your day? And they'll, they'll say, okay, I have my, my Apple watch or my Fitbit, whatever it is. And I, I looked at, you know, I did 20,000 steps or 5,000 steps, which is more, uh, more normal. And, and, fine, you can measure that and you don't really know what happened. But when sleep happens and you have a high fidelity system, you know, wearables don't really do that. They don't look at your breathing rate. They don't look at, and, and they're hard to wear and you have to, 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 to recharge them, et cetera. And so when you look at, when you look at, look at 
your sleep, which is a third of your life, it's a very passive time where you can objectively look at a lot of your vital signs. That's what our system does. And we do that with tens of thousands of users every night. And so we can actually understand what's going on. And so that's an incredible fertile ground to actually try to understand what's happening to people, uh, physiology, psychology, during this pandemic and, 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 and understanding what the impact of different pieces. So if you go all the way back to what we were starting to, to look for what vital signs uh, were, were, were showing for, for potentially beyond the flu and whether there was an extent of it to what we're looking at. Right now, as you well know, we kind of reopened our country quite a bit and there are places that are spiking. So we looked at, you know, state by state, what was going in the places that were spiking the most and spiking the less. And this study is a week old now. Um, and so everything changes all the time, by the way. This is really important. This is why we have a live data set. And what we found is that in Florida and Texas, compared, for example, to New York or even California, uh, where people, people are traveling almost as much are, are sleeping outside of the bed almost as much as they were in 2019. Because we could see whether people are sleeping at home or not. And we're not trying to snoop to find out whether they're sleeping at home. What we're trying to figure out is whether, whether people are sleeping, are, are, are going places. And if they're going places, potentially they're spreading the virus no matter what, because the virus, as we said before, is, doesn't spread itself, it's spread by people. So. Does, does that explain a lot of, of, of why, you know, Florida and, 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 and Texas are spiking more than other states sometimes? It may be because people feel that, you know, they, they, they're returning back to a normal life, which is, you know, a, a personal decision, but impacts the whole community in many ways. But it, it, it's really important to try to understand. So we think that by looking at that, we have a a, a nice window into what's happening as opposed to, you know, a lot of speculation. This is what the data shows. Now, is this, is this, you know, can we draw that conclusion? Yeah, not completely, but there's a good chance that, that, that the data shows that, you know, the more people travel, the more this thing spreads. Based on your data, what kind of recommendations can you offer? Well, we're, we're, <laughs> We look at the data and, and we'll let, uh, you know, uh, epidemiologists and, 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 and medical side, we work with them, but uh, make the recommendation. Uh, I, you know, I, I'll stay away from it. All I'll say is that today, uh, if you look at, you know, I, I'll, I'll share what, what this means to me, to my family, my kids and all that. And I would say that today, the most important thing is to wear a mask everywhere you go. And as soon as you get out, wear a mask. The second thing is, is if you let anybody in your house that's not part of your house, have them wear a mask. And, and I know it sounds bizarre and you, they probably don't have it, but this is if you want to be safe. And the, the next thing is strengthen your immune system because it, it seems that the stronger your immune system is, the more you can resist this, this, this coronavirus, this, this new coronavirus. And how do you transcend your immune system? Well, sleep is number one, diet and exercise. But sleep is really, really important and sleep is not a luxury. And, and you know, sleep means 
uh, good sleep hygiene, but also finding, you know, people invest, you know, $30,000, $50,000 in a car that they barely use an hour a day on the average. They spent eight hours a night on a bed and they go and buy a $500 mattress and they think that's the way to go. It may be, you know, you might want to uh, spend $500 on, on a Chinese compressed uh, foam that you get on Amazon mail order and that shows up with a lot of chemicals. But for heaven's sake, you know, use, you know, if, if you have the resources to do that, you know, you know, sell your car, <laughs> buy a bike, but get, you know, uh, a great a mattress that come from a company such as, I don't know, maybe the, 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 the better ones, you know, like, you know, just like you get a, a, a an Apple laptop, get a, get a Tempur-Pedic mattress and, a, and, and, you know, invest in an adjustable base or in something that makes a big difference uh, because it's, it, it, that changes your life and improves your sleep, which in turn improves your immune system. So it, it's, you know, people should invest in their bedroom, their bedding, et cetera, and, and, and stay away from, 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 you know, rapid solutions there. It's the same thing, you know, uh, I don't know what kind of laptop you use or what kind of phone you use, but you can use a really cheap Chinese phone or Chinese laptop, which is fine, you know, and, and it works. But, you know, uh, you know, you probably get an iPhone or uh, an Android phone uh, from Google, a Pixel 4 or something like that, or a, a MacBook or something like that. That makes a big difference, right? Well, think about your sleep. You're spending eight hours lying on a surface. Uh, that's a lot of time. And you want to be lying on a chemical Latin uh, thing and something that is going to make you warm or whatever it is or plastic or bladders that inflate or deflate no you want a great organic uh, you know surface that makes you feel good and and where you get you know truly restful sleep philippe you offer lots of data for free to the public uh at uh, sleeptracker.com where exactly can they access that and how can they reach out to you if they've got questions well, I mean, anybody could go on sleeptracker.com and you can look at all the data. There's um, probably uh, many infographics and a lot of explanations. And that's how you can have access to, to the visualization of that data. The data is, is, is data that, you know, our business is to, is to work with uh, medical companies and clinical trials to, to actually, uh, you know, for example, if you have a, if you have a, a new uh, a new drug that that looks at you know a clinical condition like diabetes, and you're trying to understand what happens during the night, and you know diabetes is a perfect example that that leads immediately to direct sleep and some wake uh, amount of deep sleep uh, in terms of 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 um, of um, REM sleep. You can actually pretty much diagnose pre-diabetes and diabetes by looking at at, at, at sleep staging analysis. Um, so you, you're, you're trying to see whether, you know, uh, this new medicine, whether it is, you know, whatever it is, is having an impact. So our very large data set becomes a control group for a medical trial, maybe of a thousand people and all that, looking at this, you know, is this efficient? You know, it, 
how does that compare to so that's what our core business is but we're happy to share the results in terms of infographics for to everybody without any advertising free because we think that's something we we can do to help people sleep better and understand their sleep better um we don't have a magic pill there are no magic pills when you ask you know, what can you do you, you know there there you know sleep is is just like working out. This is not something that somebody else can do for you. This is not like something you can purchase. There's an app for that. No, it's 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 something that you have to think about. This is my sleep pattern. Now there there are apps that 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 are part of of you know some solutions like Sleep Tracker AI that 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 allow you to understand and analyze your own sleep uh, at at a clinical level. Not, you know, one of the things is that, you know, people think that looking at the simple apps that are on today's wearables is, is a good way to look at your sleep. But basically, they, they're very inaccurate. And, 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 and I'd be very wary of making decisions that way. But it's really important to do it right and understand this is important to you, just like your car is important to you, invest in your sleep and look at the data and try to understand. And that's, you know, a power of the quantified self in many ways, but here we have the quantified uh, self of millions of, of of nights of sleep that allows you to see how you relate to what the data shows for everyone else, and 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 we show it from a local perspective, from a geographic perspective, and especially in the days of COVID, when there's you know such a difference between you know what's happening. Uh, for example, right now in California, when we shut everything back down, it's going to be very interesting to look in the several weeks what's going to happen versus places where, you know, openly open people go to restaurants, people don't wear a mask and all that. And that's, you know, that's a little bit what happened, what, what, what happened in Sweden, et cetera. And, and it's interesting. And we don't know at the end what the full outcome is going to be, but we can measure what's happening. And the data shows this. And now, you know, the, it's a matter of opinion if you think one's right or the other one's right, and we we stay away from opinions. We 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 stay. We're scientists. We 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 stay with the data. Well, thanks again for sharing all your data, and certainly, uh, Philippe, thanks for taking the time out to join us and and talk about this very important topic. If somebody uh, wants to connect with you uh, personally, can they follow you on Twitter or LinkedIn? Um. I shy from social media. <laughs> social media has become a, a, a big thing, a, more political than I'm a scientist. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm also you know, on Facebook, but I, I just shy from Twitter and all that. I mean, I'm busy building technology, making things and trying to help people. And, and I, you know, I know I'm, it sounds old fashioned. I used to be a little more on social media, but I've decided that is too much, it's, it's become such a political thing right now that I focus on trying to help people with data about their sleep, how they can improve their sleep, uh, what we can do to make a better world as opposed to be right on one issue or another. But at the same time, I say my opinion, and this is just my opinion, uh, wear a mask, sleep better, and uh, eat your vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> and eat your vegetables. Well, thanks again, Philippe, for your time. And find more of my interviews right here or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for Thank watching. You.